Hi, everyone. My name is Faye Tarengwa. I'm doing a podcast here with uh, Victoria Tuamuno. First, going to do our introductions. My name is Faye Tarengwa. Uh, I'm a public health professional, a writer, and uh, I run Faith Tarengwa Foundation. And then I'm going to leave it to Vicky to introduce herself before we start. Okay. Hi, guys. My name is Victoria, and I'm... Um... I'm mostly in women and girls empowerment. Uh, my background is mental health. So I do a lot of work um, in mental health support for individuals, communities, and families. Uh, and I run a lot of projects, especially in African communities, supporting women who have gone through different uh, traumas in their uh, life. So if you want to know more about the work that I do, you can connect with me on social media platforms. Okay, okay, wonderful, ladies. Uh, you can find us on Instagram where Vicky is, is active there and on Facebook as well. Uh, so we're going to start with our first question. Uh, we decided to talk about marriages and relationships because uh, it's a very big subject uh, in our everyday lives. So our first question, um, discussing in, in a way, uh, what is causing discomfort in marriages or relationships? What do you think, Vicky, what have you got to say about that? Uh, that's, that's honestly very broad. And I think that there's really no uniformity in what causes discomfort in relationships or in marriages. Um, I think there are so many different factors and one of them would be, uh, I think globalization. I think now that, you know, we have lost our cultural identities and how we used to manage our relationships mm -hmm. from uh, a more family centered and cultural standpoint. And now we have so many um, experiences or connections with the outside world. And I think that really tends to affect how we value our relationships and how we manage our relationships because we no longer consult within the family. We no longer consult within the elders, those who are gatekeepers of the relationships. But now we consult social media, mm -hmm. uh, we consult other people, we consult. Mm -hmm. There's just so much noise around us that there's no longer that uh, depth and that ability to say okay where do I get my information from where do I get my advice from and mm -hmm. so the sources that we use I think are contributing um, a huge chunk of amount of negative um, impact on our relationships and marriages. Wow wow that's that's a wonderful point you know so meaning that is a clash of the generation because when we we're growing up we used to see our mothers being close to our dead relatives or uh -huh. you know and um being close to aunties whenever there's an issue, they approach the aunties. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Whereas exactly. this new generation is now saying that, oh, we can manage our uh, in our own way. Our we see things, we see posts on celebrities about relationships, we see posts on social media. So they don't see the need to sort of like cut that that, that's that process of contacting aunties when there's an issue. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Oh, wow, that's a very good point that you raised. Because sometimes, as much as we try to run away from it, culture is a very important part of our lives. We have to follow, mm -hmm. follow culture. Because sometimes we may feel like we don't need those aunties, but when something goes wrong, that's when we mm -hmm. see that these people, they are very important. Oh, that, that's, that's a very wonderful um, um, point that you said. As much as I want to go on about it, but I think we're going to discuss on the next uh, uh, question. It says, okay. what is causing marriages or relationships not to last? So what you said as well applies on this one. Uh -huh, uh -huh. But then on my side as well, I've, wrote, I've, I've written things of um, uh, differences in values and beliefs. 
Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, people sometimes when we meet people, we're just excited about love and sometimes we forget to care, to check about the way we think about certain subjects. So then when we're inside the relationship, then we start to see differences and then mm -hmm. we start to wonder, oh my God, I never checked this. So just the way you see life is totally different. So that can affect a relationship as well. And mm -hmm. yeah, and goals clash. The other one wants to do this. The other one wants to do that. And the goals mm -hmm. are not making. We're not saying that it has to be the same thing, but it has, there has to be a balance there so that at least as a couple, you can work together, not like feel like you're splitting. The other one is doing their own thing. The other one is doing mm -hmm. their own thing. That's why this thing of saying, you hear stories about a woman who buy land or a house separately as a secret and the men who do their own thing as well. These are the mm -hmm. causes as well. It's because sometimes as a woman, maybe you can see that, oh, maybe your man is not re being responsible with money. Let me just sell mm -hmm. my money and buy my own house. Or the men can mm -hmm. feel the same way as well and say, my wife is not really, you know, supportive or she's not really responsible. Let me just do my own things, maybe with my family, buy my own lens without telling her. So which is not mm -hmm. good. And then finances as well is causing a lot of problems. Could maybe could be that the other one is heavily relying on the other one uh, as, as, as money, or both of you have got money. Uh, we're saying, ah, at you know, like I've got my own money, you've got your own money. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and so it can be used in a good way or in a bad way. Mm -hmm. And then the other one I, I listed like relationship, a family uh into the relationship. It can mm -hmm. be in a good way, it can be a bad way. Bad Some way. families, when you get married into them, they're very close, you know. No one is really so close, but nice to other people, so welcoming. When you come into the family, they treat you like um, their own daughter. You know what I mean? They mm -hmm. don't make you feel like an unwelcome. So so it can be in a good way or can be in a bad way. So it depends on the mm -hmm. women, woman or the men, how they feel about the family as well. And then mm -hmm. sometimes alcohol as well, sometimes it's causing problems in marriages if if, if mm -hmm. someone doesn't control the alcohol intake most of our black african couples um marriages are not used to any alcohol the men maybe for example if it's a man drinking agenda out you know and not giving enough time to the woman and the family all those things they can cause nestabornness in general a lot of mm -hmm. people are stubborn stubborn is good in a way as long as it's in the right in in the right subject with stubbornness, but if you want to make things work, you have to compromise. But sometimes you mm -hmm. can say, "Me, yeah, I'm I'll stick in my own ways. No one can tell me what to do." And the other one, same. So how are you going to work things out if you don't compromise? So that's my mm -hmm. own way of seeing things. What's causing relationships not to last? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you you raised uh, almost all of the points, um, and I think you talked about uh, substance use alcoholism and i think that there's just really mm. that one thing that we as african mm. communities or african cultures we don't really address mental health mm. right like when when things start to happen in, in a relationship for instance you start to experience maybe financial struggles or yes. just maybe you are married and you were, were trying to have a baby and you can't conceive like all the mm. different things that happen within a relationship yes. come with mental some sort of mental strain right and so mm. that mental strain we don't know how to address our mental health concerns oh, and mental health concerns are not just you know the issues of bipolar or mm. you know those you know issues that probably need medication or further support but it could be stress it could be depression it yes. could be anxiety it could mm. be just so many underlying issues that have to do with mental health 
And because we don't know how to deal with that, you find somebody maybe they are now resorting to uh, alcoholism as a way to cope. They are now resorting to, exactly, they are now resorting to, I'm not going to be told what to do. I'm going to be defensive. I'm not going to communicate. Sometimes people have so many issues that they are dealing with. And because they have not built the right foundation of communication within a relationship, Mm. when somebody starts to experience those issues, relationship the right foundation how do we address problems how do we communicate how do we talk about things mm-hmm. how how are we open and transparent about yes. our lives as individuals and how do we also identify my support systems in so those things are not in place in a relationship yeah. so you find so many people are in a relationship but they are struggling because they don't have a good support system they got married for the wrong reasons. Yes. They don't have the right resources. Yes, they yes. don't know how to fight if there's yes. a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. They don't communicate. Mm. And sometimes they don't even like each other. Like you're yes. married to somebody, but you don't like the person yes, that you're married. Yes, yes. Because oh. like I said, you got mm-hmm. married for the wrong reasons because maybe peer pressure, everybody's saying yes. you should get married. Yes. And sometimes mm-hmm. maybe you like the whole instagram rora squad and you're like you know what i'm missing out on something i'm gonna also participate and do this and so there's just so Mm. so many it's quite broad yes wow yeah so i think you have to be able to what are the areas that are affecting my personal relationship and how can i address and identify those Wow. And you said a good point about uh, mental health and depression, because most of the time, the way we're growing up, they put pressure on men to to say, as a man, you have to to be strong. So speaking Uh out was seen as weakness. So Uh so it's very hard sometimes if a man is not ready to speak out about Uh his feelings. So they bottle in those feelings in the end. Uh Just to numb Uh that pain, go away with friends, but they can't Uh face the problem. They don't want to talk. They can't. They mm-hmm. don't want to approach aunties, uncles. To yeah, exactly. Sit the family down, like what you said. But if you follow mm-hmm. our culture properly, because going to drink is it, it, it just numbs the pain at that moment. But after you still mm-hmm. go back to the same, you we need same problem. Sometimes I think it's important. That's why maybe relationships in the past lasted because we seek help from aunties, more guys or past. Exactly. Fair, yeah, yeah. both sides. I wouldn't one sided. Okay, one side it means nowadays you can just say as a woman, call my mother, my mother will speak to you. The men who are not gonna respect you, it's better just to call both sides so that we as daughter and I I think sometimes mm-hmm. men uh, they they want to listen to their side more than you you mm-hmm. your side telling them what to do, they will think that you want to control them and it causes mm-hmm. further problem. And another thing that I, I, I'm thinking that I didn't mention before, lack of patience. Nowadays people are not patient. Any legal problem, like Baba, like let's just get it. Especially if people are, are financially stable, both of them, no one's relying on the other. So what if I go to to beg here? So any legal problem, like what to say about Nyaimwana, if maybe it takes a while to have a kid, someone might not be patient, you know. Especially us as Africans, most of us are Christians, they don't believe in God. They don't have time to wait. They just want things to happen. You know, mm-hmm. it can cause people to split because the men will think I can't waste my time. There's other women mm-hmm. out there who can give me kids. So it just takes a lot of um, commitment. People are just rushing in and rushing out. Sometimes rushing as well. Yeah. When you rush mm-hmm. in, you rush out sometimes as well. So yeah, that's wonderful. We're gonna go into the next question. It says, why do most of us ignore red flags or overlook things before settling down? 
So the thing is sort of like keep coming back to the same answers in a way, because you mentioned something as well about pressure. Mm -hmm. So that one answers that as well, which is sometimes it's pressure about age. When you say you, are, you think, oh my God, I'm this age. Most of my friends are married now. Like what you say, you see on social media, Aurora's and all that, you think, oh my God. So whatever guy you meet, you think this one has to be the one by force, <laughs> by fire, by force. This has to be the guy. Even if yeah. you're, even if you can see the red flags, you can see that. Mm, but George seems to be abusive. But let's see, maybe it will change. You know, <laughs> somehow you just brush it off and say it will change. But you can see signs of abuse. You just numb it and at that time and say no, no, he will change. Or he's cheating <laughs> on you. Maybe he's dating many women. You just think, oh, no, you will calm down once we get married. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. meaning that we, we we pull away the problems and say, we'll see later. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. what have you got to say about that, Vicky? What do you think? Um, I think you 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 said, you know, most of it, uh, like you said, my, my red flags are report. And sometimes, you know, I, I guess I can maybe just go back a few steps back. Mm -hmm. sometimes people don't even know could you what is a red flag mm -hmm. right so mm -hmm. somebody could like be like oh one. red flag i, I didn't see the one. red flag because i didn't even know that this was something yeah. that i should be concerned about or something that i should be trying to understand what does that mean what are the implications of whether it's a behavior whether it's an action uh, mm -hmm. or whether it's a character trait or whether it's something to do with family mm -hmm. so sometimes people need education around understanding what are red flags exactly. how do you see yeah. them how do you un understand them how do you classify them in the list mm -hmm. of this is a no-go this is something that i could maybe work on or this is mm -hmm. something that i should potentially just say this is exactly. a no yeah. right so i think as women mm -hmm. we need education around my red flags mm -hmm. what is acceptable what is not acceptable yeah. and how do you communicate or how do you step away from a situation mm -hmm. especially when you have been invested emotionally and physically and you're so into a person <clears throat> excuse mm -hmm. me that you don't want to leave the relationship exactly. um, i think you want to be able to first of all understand you think you know what are same situation you think that seems a part of me really wants to stay in the situation because i'm so invested and i've invested my time my resources mm -hmm. my everything relationship exactly. but you're also mm -hmm. thinking about you know the loss the yes, time. they lost. We're going to say yes. Fear of being alone. Fear of being alone as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. relationship annual was so publicized that everybody knew that yes. they say John. So now how do I go back to the people and say me and John? You know what? It's not working out, and it's yeah. not me. It's John, yes. and there's no future. Mm. How do I take down the pictures from Instagram and the live views, the videos, the reels that we are done? Mm. Right? Yeah, I think that. Relationship, you know, that a slow and steady pace. Mm -hmm. You're engaging with other people that are in my relationship. I don't understand how relationships. Some say you have a book. People reading books, educate yourself mm -hmm. on these things. Don't mm -hmm. just get into a relationship blindly. Exactly. Right? Because when yeah. you don't know, then you just do things. Yes, yes. And also beyond red flags, there are also what are called green flags. Mm. Right. So be able to, to explain what red flags are. Maybe just help people know what red flags are in this uh, podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, red flags. Mm -hmm. Red flags, I guess, would be things mm. that you see that are unhealthy in a relationship. Unhealthy, exactly. Yeah, manipulative unhealthy. behavior. You see it Actual coming. Behaviors. Drops, drops. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So things that you see in somebody with mm. a behavior or an accent that mm. is questionable and that could potentially be harmful. Yes, yes. That's yes. what we would call a red flag. And mm. then a green flag would be something that you see that you can be like, this is something that I can do, or this yes. is a positive, this is a good yes. thing. So you have to be able Besides. to understand a red flag, my green flag. Yeah, flags, yes. Oh, no, green flags, then you know this is a plus. Yes. This is a plus. This is a plus. Exactly. This is a good relationship to mm-hmm. step into. Ah, so okay. just know these things. Educate yourself yes. and know these things and ask other people. And I yes. say they are married. They <laughs> write my books. They know mm-hmm. these things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. People are scared to ask it. And I, I always say to myself, the, the, to myself, there's no perfection out there. There's no perfection. But if someone is maybe at least 80% green flakes, mm-hmm. then you know that you can work with that. There's no perfection. Exactly. The only time I would say, the, the only time when I'll say you cannot tolerate, even if 80% is good, but if there's abuse there. If especially physical abuse or even emotional abuse nowadays mm-hmm. can damage someone's head. If there's abuse, I'll say stay away, stay away because it, it won't work if you force force it to get married with that person. Mm, the problem that will come. So yeah, I think beautiful. another issue you're, you're good, Asha, but let's take our time to get to know the person. But it, mm-hmm. but then again, people say there's no formula. Because some people they say they yeah. just met and got married straight away and worked out. It worked. So it's just about the person that you're involved with. It's not about the time as well. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But then if you feel like you're not sure, maybe you still have questions, give it time. If you see that, okay, yeah. John's a nice guy, but I think I still need to get to... Because that sixth sense, we should listen to it. We tend to ignore that sixth mm-hmm. sense by all it sends us warnings all the time. Let's not ignore mm-hmm. that sixth sense that tells you that something's a bit off. You know, mm-hmm. so it's always different for, for everyone and depends on who you meet. Uh, our next Absolutely. question, number four, is why do you think it's, it is important to check your fiance's family before settling down? <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I, I think, well, because I'm African, uh, mm. I think culturally when you're marrying, mm. you're not just marrying one person, you're marrying the whole village. The family, mm. I can say, is a part of the package. Yes. So if you just say, me and John, we're getting along, he's a nice guy, and the vibe is great, and the feelings are there, and everything is correct, mm. and then you don't know family. Once mm. family has a war, a part of that relationship, and you didn't check, and you didn't speak with Tipane, a good connection and how do you mesh and how do you relate to them then that's when you begin to see their influence and their mm. impact in the relationship because mm. they're essentially a big part of the relationship yes. the people that know your your partner very well and that have mm. been a big part of his life are his family mm. so that is an extension of who he is yes. so you can even observe and understand I'm not gonna actually pretend that or actually I see once you spend mm-hmm. a bit of a bit more time with his family, you're mm-hmm. able to understand, to read them, to see their behaviors, their attitudes. Yeah. And you can also just deduce Kuti, well, based on family, I can believer. I can't really say Kuti he's that he can't be that that different, right? Mm-hmm. There has to be some similarities. Yes. So is this something that I want to marry into? And mm-hmm. am I able to subscribe to their values, their belief system, their way of doing things? and this okwani and then you make a decision yes, based they, on you can take it or you can leave it yes yes okay. yeah. yeah another part of well, what i was thinking is that a lot of issues that are, um uh, women have as well what i see in women groups they talk about the closeness between their husband and the mother but all i can say with women is uh, uh, me myself as a mother of a son now i've got a little boy <laughs> 
the, the way we are so close, I believe that every mother feels like that about their child. So uh -huh. when that child grows up and it's time to get married now, so somehow maybe the woman start telling, oh, your mother is making too much in our relationship. But this is thing with when we started, we're so close, we're so close. So now how are you going to come in and tell me not to be close to my son again? So mm -hmm. as well as yourself, you're a woman. One day you have your own son and you wouldn't uh -huh. want that to be done to you. But then on the other hand as well, in that in that close relationship as well, let it be a, for a, in a good way. Not mm -hmm. those mothers who end up frustrating Aurora just because they, they love their son so much. They frustrate Aurora. I don't support that. So mm -hmm. I, I think I always think when you see that that woman that's been chosen by your son, take it as a daughter so that it makes life easier. Then the men must create a balance between the love. I know Pamkatsu actually name love. Because it's this different kind of love. So it's the mm -hmm. men's... Uh, so as a girl, if you are dating a guy, we have to check with can he balance that? Because but how come your mother is like this mother? Then this is my mom. This one is my mom. She gave birth to me. You can't come in between me and my mom. You don't want the men to tell you. Once you start fighting about this kind of thing, it's a problem, you know. I've been yeah. uh, my my history. If you read my book, I've been through that kind of thing. I never fought it because I knew that. This one is not my place to to even mention anything, even though I saw that there was this closeness, yeah, controlling sort of the mother was so dominant. So then I told myself, you know, no, no, no. I mean, my woman is well. I have to be careful how I handle this issue I because I don't want this to be me tomorrow. There's uh -huh. you win that battle as a woman. Because if the way you win that battle is if he stays away from his family. When let's say there's fights between you and the mother. The man has to uh -huh. choose. If he chooses you, we are in big trouble as well. Why? Because it's not nice as well to just be it just be you and him only. Like uh -huh. you say, uh -huh. that it takes a village. The whole family is now, you are now married to the whole family. You don't want a uh -huh. situation whereby it's just you and him. You get frustrated with each other with no support or blessing from his family. It's really, really uh -huh. hard. You know, so I think everyone should compromise. Yeah. yeah. Another time, sometimes you can marry a breadwinner. Someone will find that he maybe is the one paying for school fees. Eh? My siblings are is doing mm. so. As a woman, you have to choose and, and think, Can I handle this as well? Because you don't want to come mm. in as well and start saying, Oh, you're wasting a lot of money on your family. Mm -hmm. You don't mm -hmm. know the history, you don't know how these people were like. Maybe they suffered a lot. And that this your partner, your, your fiance is saying that when I grow up and be successful, I want to make sure that my family is taken care of. I don't want any woman to come in and come between my family so as a woman you have to study that as well to see what he, where how the, where does your husband come in is he a last born or is he a first born who's a parent? Mm. you have to look at those kind of things because causing a lot of commotion maybe you want new hair you want a new weave cost 300 and then him is saying my mother doesn't have food or my brother needs school fees now it's a fight mm -hmm. and then yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, don't depend on on may have your own income so that you don't have to monitor every little bit of, you know, every centium room, you know, you need to have your own. Because it can't work, because we come from different families. If you love someone, you have to them the way they are. It's a package, mm -hmm. you know, like you can't say, oh, because I is now married to me, everything has to stop. He has to stop paying fees. He has to stop being a breadwinner. It doesn't work. That's why it's important to study first and 
check his family so that you know what you're getting yourself into. So it's on both sides as well. Men have to do their checks as well. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Men have to do their checks because I've heard a lot of stories now of a mother-in-law meddling into relationships until she control room or influencing the daughter, you know, to do dodgy things to the husband. So we have to you have to be mm -hmm. careful as well as as men what kind of uh, family you are marrying into. You have to make mm -hmm. sure mm -hmm. that he, they are not doing dodgy stuff and all those kind of things. You know, mm -hmm. you have to be careful as a man, choose wisely, choose right, take your time. Like we said nowadays, due to social media. You just meet your guy, you just start posting, looking good and everything. You don't even think about all those things. Until yeah, exactly. Close. Until last minute, out, okay, these people, they're not good people. They're behaving, they don't like me, they just behaving. Mm. But you already have made all these big plans without checking. Yeah, yeah. Let's not be careless, guys. You know, you have to do your checks. Uh, listen from us, you know, we've experienced this kind of thing. Listen to your sisters who've been married before. Or people mm -hmm. are in relationships, you know. It's not like when they're advising you, they are being jealous or something. They just want you to learn from experience. But then again, they say experience is the best teacher. So some people they don't believe in being told or being advised. They just want they want to experience. Their own experience. But well, we'll still speak and just try to advise people, you know. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then uh lastly, it says uh advice on how bad decisions are affecting our kids so do you want to start or want me to start no you can start you can start okay okay <laughs> uh, uh, what i can say is that um in this issue from experience i think if you don't make good arrangements at any situation uh, it can affect the kids because like I was saying, Guti, sometimes we rush into things and do all, all, all these careless uh, decisions. Boom. Next thing you're pregnant, kids involved or whether it be it in a relationship or be it in marriage. So now when the, you, maybe there's kids involved, you start to realize that, oh my God, George is not good for me. What do I do? About, uh, the kids are already here. What are you going to do? So now you start accepting, oh my God, this can't work. So what am I going to do? So I, I would enforce someone to stay in a relationship which is not good for them for the sake of saying, good, oh, there's a kid involved and all that. So if you are able to to financially be stable, take care of your own kid, or good marriage, your kind of relationship, your, uh, I would advise people to just make sure that they break up in a civil way try to break up in a civil way. And I still go back to your point about involving family. So if you are struggling, involve the family to make sure that there's good arrangement. If you are breaking up, because I see a lot of people bitter, you know, angry with each other to the point you block that part of saying, you won't ever see the kids again because one, he cheated on you or he did something to you. So the punishment that is coming you don't see your kids. So I think it's not a, a good behavior because the way when the way we come choose a money, a kid is born. If he's not abusing you or he's not like a dangerous person like that, let him see his kids. You can be angry for a while, but make an arrangement. Make sure that you know, because I don't think it's healthy to just say lots of women are doing well, they are single women. You know, financially stable, managing, they can take care of their kids and all that. So sometimes we get, we, we think, oh, if I can manage, I don't care about Baba Yohana. 
he can go to hell, move on with his life, me, I'll take care of my kids. But what I've noticed in my own kids, you know, like, uh, I mean, I, mean I, I was divorced from my ex. So, like, uh, I noticed that had I blocked that path, my kids would be so damaged. Because the love that the father gives them, I cannot, I cannot give them that kind of love that he gives them. The way, he, like, he, he does things totally different from me. And they need that balance on both sides. So I just want to encourage women, no matter how angry you are, as long as there's no danger of abuse or anything to the kids, let them see their father, you know, because a lot of our bad decisions, because the way oh, you see good now is not good for you. That means you want to block. Being a father and being a partner or being a fiance is a totally different thing, because being a father is natural. Those people, they share blood. They share blood. So if you block that path, you know, when they're teenagers, They'll start hating you while you block the relationship because now they grow up and start looking for their father. The father will now say their vision. Good, ah, what happened between me and your mom? Then all of a sudden, where you've suffered maybe for 18 years taking care of that child. And then at 18 years, he just changes. You want me to see my father? You're controlling me like this. So we have to be careful sometimes on how... We handle things as 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 uh, women beings as in relationships or whether sometimes there are situations whereby women they are not saranevana and to punish that woman or say we will never see your kids again, stop that woman from seeing the kids. So I think let's not use kids to hurt each other or to revenge after relationships goes wrong. So this still goes back to our wrong decision when we we choosing. We have to be careful. Because sometimes we're so careless to the point of and what do you do now? So mm -hmm. I will leave it to Vicky now to say hey, that's our last um uh, I think you said most of it. I think I think for me the biggest mm. thing is before you even because you have to first of all make my decisions that are informed, do your due diligence, do your research, know your person, know what you're stepping into, and also understand what is parenting and what is having kids and what does that entail, right? Because I think a lot of people have kids mentally, emotionally, physically, and financially prepared for the responsibility that's going to come with having kids. Once you have kids, it means that there's so many things that you have to shift about your life, my needs are my activities are you know, so many things have to change. Mm -hmm. And even when a partner, if it happens that you guys have irreconcilable differences and you decide to separate if you were married, mm -hmm. you also have to be able to separate your misunderstanding and your ability to not be able to work things out, separate that from the kids. Like the kids mm -hmm. are not a part of that mm -hmm. conversation and are not a part of that conflict. What he yes. did, what she did, what whoever did is mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. about the kids, right? Mm -hmm. So making decisions based on me and you hate each other, we absolutely love each other and we mm -hmm. don't want to stay together. Mm -hmm. But what is best for the kids and how do we create yes, an yes. environment where we can still support the kids independently mm -hmm. of our differences? Yes. So I think that being able to reach a certain level of maturity, mm -hmm. and again, I'll go back to seek mental health support because I think sometimes when people are dealing with Mm -hmm. divorce and dealing with yes. whatever my decisions there's a lot of trauma and there's a lot of things that yes, people yes. cannot get past mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. need sometimes that professional support with uh, family therapy marriage therapy mm -hmm. divorce therapy just going to speak to somebody 
even as a couple must separate you can still go and have therapy you can still even go with the kids so that the kids are able mm-hmm. to understand the, the whatever decisions that the parents have made have has nothing to do with us because sometimes kids carry mm-hmm. that burden and always feel like oh this happened because of me or something mm-hmm. that I didn't do or something that mm-hmm. I did. They mm-hmm. want to always make sure that you are having open communication. Mm-hmm. If the kids are kura, they should also be always involved in my communication around mm-hmm. me and your mom. We didn't have whatever relationship that you know, and that had nothing mm-hmm. to do with you. But and they also want to see you being cordial, respecting each other, engaging like human beings. If mm-hmm. you have drama and you have other things really ugly, do it away from it. You see? You see? But I would advise mm-hmm. you don't do it. But then mm-hmm. if you decide to do it, then mm-hmm. let it not be something that the kids have to experience. Yes. Wow. Wow. Wonderful. The great, great points. You know, I hope you guys will enjoy this podcast. Me and Vicky, we're going to do a close down now. I don't know if there's anything else you want to add on everything that we said. It's just a round off, Vicky, before we. No, this was mm-hmm. great. I mean, hopefully you guys mm-hmm. can... Uh, the purpose, I think, of this podcast is to have mm-hmm. conversations. So it doesn't mean good to me and fame. I'm not yes, married. Yes. I, I don't know that much about relationships, but it's just mm-hmm. based on the information and the knowledge that we have. Mm-hmm. So feel free to reach out and tell us my experiences and you, the things mm-hmm. that you have learned and the things that we can also learn on, and also the things that you want us to talk about so that we can yeah. continue to have this conversation. Yes, yes. Guys, it would be nice to get in touch uh, with me and Vicky. If you've got any topics you want us to re- to talk about, you know, we just want to help each other. Like Vicky said, we're not experts. It's just how we see the world in our own point of view, one from experience and what we see happening in our community. And so we want to just help each other and not hide away from these issues. Because as we are speaking, uh-huh. people are going through a lot, you know, uh-huh. in these relationships and some to the point of like, thinking that, no, I'm, I'm going to, you know, to the point of suicide. So we don't want that. Mm-hmm. We want to know that let's speak about things. It helps talking about these things and not avoiding them, you know, mm-hmm. not sweeping mm-hmm. them under the carpet and say, you know, let's just ignore this, you know. Mm-hmm. So we just want our community to be supportive to each other. So, yeah, yeah, find us on Instagram. Thank you so much, Vicky. Thank you. Thank you, Faye. Thank you for today. Thank you. Thank you, my dear. You're welcome.